Hi everyone, it's Mitesh here and welcome to episode 3 of my podcast, Cryptos with Mitesh, where I take a deep dive on the news and information in the cryptocurrency industry. In this episode, I will be taking a deep dive on the Token Taxonomy Act of 2019. Please be sure to check out my last episode in which I discussed the SEC's first ever no action letter to ensure that you are caught up. Before I begin, I would like to thank SKN Capital Management LLC for being a sponsor of this podcast. And please be sure to follow me on Twitter at MiteshShaw93 and sign up for updates on my website, CryptosWithMitesh.com. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Podcasts under Cryptos with Mitesh. Now, without further ado, let's get things started. In this episode, I will be explaining the significance of the House Resolution 7356, which is commonly known as the Token Taxonomy Act of 2019, and why it is so important as well as the massive impact it will have in the industry. I will also discuss its potential impact on the industry as well as steps that we can all take to help it move throughout the House and eventually get it to a vote. If it passes, it will then go to the Senate, and if it passes the Senate, it will go to the President who will sign it into law. The Token Taxonomy Act was originally created by Republican Representative Warren Davidson of Ohio and is currently co-sponsored by Democratic Representative Darren Soto of Florida, Democratic Representative Josh Gottheimer of New Jersey, Republican Representative Ted Budd of North Carolina, Democratic Representative Tulsi Gabbard of Hawaii, and Republican Representative Scott Perry of Pennsylvania, giving it a total of three Republicans and three Democrats, showing that this is not a partisan issue but a bipartisan one. It was originally introduced on December 20th, 2018, and is noted as a light touch in terms of regulations for the cryptocurrency industry. However, the bill expired with the termination of the 115th Congress and was reintroduced on April 9th, 2019 to the 116th Congress and is a part of the House Financial Services and House Ways and Means Committees. The most prominent change between the December and April bills is the inclusion of the definition for what a digital asset is. The bill is currently sponsored by big names including IBM, US Chambers of Commerce, NASDAQ, and Coinbase, among others. Overall, the bill looks to do the following. 1. To exclude digital tokens from the definition of a security. 2. Direct the SEC to enact certain regulatory changes regarding the digital units secured through public key cryptography. 3. Adjust taxation of virtual currencies held in individual retirement accounts. 4. Create a tax exemption for exchanges of one virtual currency for another. And five, create a de minimis or minimal exception for taxation for gains realized from the sale or exchange of virtual currency for other cash. The bill is broken up into 10 sections, though the first section simply states that this bill may be cited as the Token Taxonomy Act of 2019. The second section is in regards to amending the Securities Act of 1933. The bill will exclude digital tokens from the definition of a security and therefore amend Section 2A of the Securities Act of 1933 by adding a definition for digital token, which is defined as something that is created, one, in response to verification or collection of proposed transactions, two, pursuant to the rules for digital units creation and supply that cannot be altered by any single person or persons under common control, or three, as an essential allocation of digital units that will otherwise be created in accordance with 1 and 2. 
A digital token is also something that has a transaction history that one, is recorded in a distributed digital ledger or digital structure in which consensus is achieved through a mathematically verifiable process, and two, after consensus is reached, resists modification or tampering by any single person or group of persons under common control. To us, this simply means that the transactions are stored on a blockchain. A digital token is capable of being transferred between persons without intermediate custodian and is not a representation of financial interest in a company or partnership, including an ownership interest or revenue share, as this would make it a security. The bill also adds a definition for what a digital unit is, which is a representation of economic, proprietary, or access rights that is stored in a computer-readable format. The third section is in regard to the amending the Securities Exchange Act of 1934. The definition of a bank is amended and the definition of a security section is amended by excluding a digital token. The previous definition of a digital token is then amended to be the same as section 2A which I mentioned earlier. The fourth section is in regard to the Investment Advisors Act of 1940 and similarly to the previous section includes an updated definition of a digital token and amends the definition of a security and the definition of a bank. The fifth section is in regard to the Investment Company Act of 1940 and makes the same changes as section 4. Section 6 has to do with the construction in respect to the CFTC which is the Commodity Futures Trading Commission and the FTC which is the Federal Trade Commission. This section simply states that nothing in this act or the amendments made by this act shall be construed to limit the application of the Commodity Exchange Act or the Federal Trade Commission Act. In other words, this bill does not change how the FTC and CFTC operate. Section 7 is about the satisfactory control location requirement. This section requires that within 90 days of the bill of passing, the commission will make an amendment that allows a digital unit that is a security to be protected by using public key cryptography practices to maintain the privacy and accessibility of a private key. Section 8 is about the individual retirement account investments in certain virtual currencies not traded at distributions. Essentially, the Internal Revenue Code of 1986 is amended to include virtual currencies. The ninth section about is about certain exchanges of virtual currency treated as non-taxable exchanges. Here, the Internal Revenue Code of 1986 is also amended by changing the term real property to certain property to also include virtual currencies. The tenth and final section is about the gain from sale or exchange of virtual currency. This section says that the Internal Revenue Code of 1986 will be amended to include a new section titled Gain from Sale or Exchange of Virtual Currency. This new section states that gross income shall not include gain from the sale or exchange of virtual currency and that the amount of gain excluded from gross income with respect to a sale or exchange of virtual currency shall not exceed $600. And in the taxable year after 2018, this dollar amount will be adjusted for inflation. Now, it almost goes without saying that this bill will have a tremendous effect on the cryptocurrency and also the blockchain industries. This bill will make it easier for entrepreneurs and investors to adopt cryptocurrency and use it as a means of fundraising. As someone who has been and is currently going through the extremely tedious process of setting up a cryptocurrency fundraiser, I know just how hard it can be to navigate this space. You almost have to walk on eggshells since one wrong move can have a crippling effect on your fundraiser and can even get you into trouble with the SEC as we have seen in the past. In some cases, if you believe your token falls outside of a security, 
You have to try and seek a letter of no action, which can also be rather restrictive as I discussed in my last episode. However, this bill will make it so much easier to go through this process. For some, myself included, we found that the current regulatory landscape, a security token offering route is the best way to go if you're looking to raise funds for your platform. However, some tokens may not fall under what a security is, and the Token Taxonomy Act will seek to help those cases. I personally believe that this bill will have a positive impact on the industry, especially here in the US, and we'll begin to see more and more companies going back to ICOs, and therefore investors coming back into this high growth space. Warren Davidson has said that the Token Taxonomy Act is the key to unlocking blockchain technology in America. On a similar note, Jerry Brito, the CEO of Coin Center, has said that it's great when Congress makes it a law because it's absolutely clear it's a law with no ambiguity around it. I think that's going to help people who are building these networks or have already built them and are wondering about the regulations. There is no doubt that the current regulatory framework or lack thereof has had an impact on this industry. Many entrepreneurs and investors have shied away from the industry because of the lack of regulations and the possibility that the SEC can swing the hammer and cripple the industry. Due to this, many have viewed the cryptocurrencies as a fad or something that will not last. Many investors have also looked to short cryptocurrencies as well. This bill will show those people that this industry is indeed here to stay and will allow the industry to return to a high growth phase. The current timeline that is being looked at to get a vote on this bill is around fall, with at least one hearing by August. Maxine Waters has set up a financial technology and artificial technology task force that will also be reviewing this bill. However, we need this bill to gain more support and more co-sponsors if it's going to have a chance at passing. Unfortunately, some members of Congress do not see this as a pressing matter, mainly in part to the fact that this is such a new industry with new technology that is hard to truly understand, especially to many of the traditional members. That is why it is imperative that we lend this bill as much support as we can. The best and most important way we can support this bill is by contacting our district representatives and their office. We have to let them know that we support this bill and want them to support it as well. This will also include the development of a short, basic, and concise message that allows the representatives and or their office to understand why this bill is so important. We need to educate staffers in the offices on this issue and get congressional support. This is a non-partisan issue and we can see that by the even split on the co-sponsor list. There are so many use cases and ways that we can all benefit from cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology and I personally believe that we should help IBM, the US Chambers, NASDAQ and Coinbase and so many more by supporting this bill. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode and please be sure to like, comment and share. Also, please be sure to follow me on Twitter at Mateshshaw93 and sign up for updates on my website, CryptosWithMatesh.com, as well as on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Podcasts under Cryptos with Matesh to make sure you don't miss when I upload my next episode. Until then, take care, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.